Hello, this is Shirley from Married to History. We're bringing you this bonus episode today. This is just a conversation that Christopher and I had after recording our last episode, episode 50, about Churchill and World War II. So definitely go back and listen to that first and then join us here for this one. This is a bonus episode about some current things happening in the world. Um, As we mentioned in our conversation, I am always weary of posting controversial things, making statements that um, people could disagree with, but we felt that this was important to share our thoughts. So please keep an open mind. And if you have any factual things to share with us, corrections, we are always open to that. We're always open to learning and discussion. And yeah, as long as we're all respectful, then we can learn together. So thank you. Enjoy. All right. So something that occurred to me while we were talking, I'm just, I haven't stopped the recording. Oh, okay. Um, should we say something about Palestine and Israel right now? We could. Because I was on the verge of saying it because I was gonna say that's the, uh, the most recent example of my naivete of enlightenment scenario. I think there right. uh, there are an awful lot of people that are naive enough to believe that no Hamas wants peace. They they want yeah. they, they want the things that we think they want. They, they yeah. no way do they actually want to keep fighting. No way do they actually want to destroy uh, Israel. Right. Okay. Because like. Of course, if I end up leaving this all in, I want to be very transparent. Uh-huh. We don't script any of this. Yeah. Obviously, the conversation goes the direction it goes. Like, none of this is planned. I had no idea we would talk about the Holocaust when I thought of Churchill. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but bringing up the Holocaust and bringing up war and whether it's right or wrong, you know, to take sides in a war or when we should look for peace and when we should just like bomb the heck out of you know, and end our enemy. Like that all seems very relevant to what's going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, did you want to say something? I am absolutely cool with it. So you, you've said before that you want to avoid controversial stuffs on the yeah. show, or at least that you're hesitant to bring up. Yeah. I have no problem. I think talking about controversial, it's mm-hmm. entirely possible that there might be a controversial issue mm-hmm. that I'm not thinking about the top of my head that no, I wouldn't want to talk about. Yeah. Um, since I work for people that I work for, I don't want to get in trouble because the people that I work for have <laughs> their fair amount of controversial issues. Right. Uh, but like something on, uh, something like what's going on in Israel and Palestine, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I would not be ashamed of anything that I said. If I found out that something I said was an error, mm-hmm. then I'd be happy to hear the right. evidence and then apologize for whatever it was I was saying. But right. to the best of my knowledge, the information that I have is accurate or at least, uh, ac- at least Fairly, mm-hmm. uh, fairly arguable, mm-hmm. um, and if some, and I would hate it. I would be very upset if somebody fired me mm-hmm. or launched a campaign to fire me from my job because of the things that I would say. Mm-hmm. But I understand that that is unfortunately the way that the world works today. Yeah. Okay. So, do you want to make a statement about how we feel about what's going on? That's up to you. Well, um, did you did you want to talk about it, or did you just want one of us to make a statement? Make a statement. Okay. Um, all right. So I think it is 100% unforgivable, no matter what the instigation may or may not have been. Mm-hmm. It is 100% unforgivable for, or justifiable, shall I say, 
for Hamas to have done what it did on October 6th. Ooh, um, <laughs> I'm not sure if I remember, I don't remember the day, what right? date it was. So um, the deliberate targeting of civilians, of civilians especially outside of a military target or nowhere near a military target, mm-hmm. there is no excuse for that. The Geneva Convention has a rule against that specifically to coerce people into don't do this thing. Mm-hmm. This is bad. We, all the nations, or at least that got to the Geneva Convention, agree that this is bad. You don't do this thing. Mm-hmm. And Hamas, I think, is very clearly stated that mm-hmm. they don't care about that. They have no intention to abide by that. Yeah. So, They're a terrorist group. Yeah, the, the, I believe that they are a legitimate terrorist group. Um, I know that there are some people that claim that Israel deserves this. But again, I want to say, okay, I, I know that there are lots of rumors and truths even about what Israel supposedly is or is not responsible for that has happened in Gaza to the people of Palestine. Regardless, even if the, some of the most heinous of the rumors that I've heard are actually true and Israel is guilty of some of mm-hmm. these things, that does not excuse reacting in this particular way. Now, some people mm-hmm. are making the same argument that, oh, what... Pa- what from uh, the other what, direction, yeah, yeah. from the other direction, that what Hamas did does not excuse Israel doing what it's doing. Mm-hmm. But I want to point out that Israel is not doing what most of those people think it is doing. Mm-hmm. It, so, um, I, I often put it to people whenever this conundrum comes up to ask them like this, all right, so you, you would you agree with me that if there's a bad guy with a gun and a good guy with a gun mm-hmm. and the bad guy is threatening to shoot the good guy with a gun, or even if the good guy is threatening to shoot the bad guy with a mm-hmm. gun, both of them are justified in self-defense shooting at one another. So I should mm-hmm. rephrase that. Pretend that neither of them is bad nor good. You got two guys, yeah, both with guns, they're threatening each allowed. other. Both of them are justified in shooting at one another. Okay. All it's right. unfortunate that it got to that point. It's Either, unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've said this before. People say like, what, I've seen this sticker before. Uh, why do we kill people who kill people to show that killing people is wrong? Mm-hmm. And I think that's foolish. We don't. We mm-hmm. execute people who murder people to show that murdering people is wrong. And yes, I know there's some people that are going to say that's semantics, but that's ridiculous. Well, uh, yeah, but I, I see that. But at, at its be- Whenever I brought that up, I've always said that at its best, killing is unfortunate. At mm-hmm. its absolute best, mm-hmm. killing is unfortunate. All right, so yeah, so we've established that. All right, if two guys are shooting at each other, they're justified in killing one another because they're under attack. All right, well, now suppose that one guy is a bad guy who intends mm-hmm. to do bad things. The other guy is a good guy, and he wants to defend people from bad things. Mm-hmm. Who, who, is, who is justified in shooting at one another? The bad guy and because he wants to do bad things or the good guy who wants to stop the bad guy from doing bad things? Well, if you look at superheroes, I'm, I'm, they would I'm, say. I'm, I'm doing this purely <laughs> as a theoretical. Well, we're, we should side with the good guy i would think the good guy mm-hmm. all right now let us say that the bad guy takes a hostage and is hiding behind mm-hmm. the hostage is the good guy now justified in shooting at the bad guy anyway the good guy to be a good guy would find any way possible to not harm the hostage okay i agree with you on that perfectly understandable now let me add something to this experiment mm-hmm. suppose the bad guy is hiding behind a hostage, mm-hmm. and he is shooting at other people mm-hmm. behind the good guy. Mm-hmm. Is the good guy now justified in shooting, even if he risks hitting that hostage, or should he still not shoot back? Yeah, it's risk versus benefit analysis. It I is, guess. yeah. And a lot of people will say that. Oh, they'll they'll just throw out the the uh, the legitimacy of mm-hmm. that argument because it's not nice. And I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, it's not nice, but you can't throw out the legitimacy of something just because it's not nice. The fact remains Mm -hmm. that bad guy hiding behind the hostage 
it or hiding behind the civilian, whatever mm-hmm. the case might be, mm-hmm. is going to continue to do bad things knowing that good guy is not allowed to shoot back at him or good guy is not allowed to do anything with him mm-hmm. or at least not without severe penalties on mm-hmm. himself. And that is absolutely what is happening mm-hmm. in the Israel-Hamas war. It has been happening between Israel and Hamas for the last 20 years at least. Right. Hamas has purposefully built its military institutions, its leadership in- industries, underneath and around and amidst places where there are heavy civilian populations. Mm-hmm. They do this on purpose because of two reasons. One, I think it's fair to say because they do this that they obviously don't care about the people mm-hmm. in Gaza. Another evidence that they don't care about the people in Gaza is that they seize the vast majority of the aid that comes into right. Gaza and don't give it to the people. Right, that complicates things. Yes, like I, I remember I saw a video of, um, I think it was the Netherlands maybe, or, or maybe it was Sweden, gave them a whole bunch of piping to mm-hmm. help them build sewer systems because mm-hmm. they, they have bad water, bad sanitation conditions. Yeah. And there are videos of Hamas taking the pipes, cutting them up to make yeah. rockets. Yeah, how are we supposed to help the people if Hamas is in charge? So yes, it, it is obvious that to me that Hamas does not truly care about their people and mm-hmm. sees them only as indeed the asset that they are in that every time one of them gets killed, the rest of the world, because of that mm-hmm. naivete of enlightenment, and thinking that, oh, there's no way that Hamas could not really care about their people. Right. And there's, there's no way for that. And they know that then Israel is going to get blamed for being the bad guys. Like, oh, look at them. They're taking out civilians. They don't care about anything. And the mm-hmm. other thing, part of that, or another part of that is that Israel, we know that they do call these places ahead of time mm-hmm. and warn the civilians, get out. We have video of yeah. people. We have audio recordings. I remember a thing Hamas itself put out to show how bad Israel was. They were doing interviews with children that had to evacuate their homes. Mm-hmm. One of the kids in the video that Hamas itself put out said that they called us to warn us to get out. Right, but... Hamas didn't call anybody and warn them, hey, don't go to that concert. Right, right. Um, for... To look at this another way, though, if if Israel is telling me, get out of your home, I'm about to bomb it right now. Okay, that's a good thing. But also, like, where am I supposed to go? Where so, am I supposed to go? Is that's it, a very good question. Is it Israel a- has been providing maps to people, telling them, go here. We are not going to attack here. Go here. Take your family and go here. Hamas is not letting their people go. Uh Hamas has been known to shoot some of its people. And we know that they blocked off the roads. I saw the satellite pictures Mm. of them blocking off roads as people were trying to leave. And they have threatened people and actually killed some people Mm -hmm. for trying to leave these areas. Mm Because Hamas knows that if they're gone, then we lose our human shield. Right. That's... So, yes, is, so I'm not saying that it's perfect because, because again, killing is at its best, unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And I think it's terrible that Hamas hides behind its civilian population. Mm-hmm. But in that scenario of, okay, if Israel refuses to shoot mm-hmm. because they're hiding behind those civilians and Hamas under that protection continues to shoot at Israel civilians, then Israel's yeah. actually committed, in my opinion, a greater crime. They mm-hmm. are allowing a bad guy to continue to do bad things and they are allowing their own people to be harmed. The number one responsibility, I think, of any government anywhere mm-hmm. in the world is to allow no harm to come to their people. Right. So not only is Israel not doing its job if it lets Hamas continue to do this, but Hamas is actively not doing its job by hiding behind its people. Right. Behind and underneath its people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for all that. For for my part, I just want to say with absolutely no ambiguity, anti-Semitism is wrong. Yes. And prejudice against... Palestinian people 
is wrong. Sis, I want to add to that as well, because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of this going on. It seems like even in our own country, uh, people are having a hard time finding the balance. And like, okay, mm-hmm. There doesn't need to be a balance. Don't hate either one. Mm-hmm. Jews in the United States, even if they support Israel or they want Israel to win this war, mm-hmm. that doesn't make them the ones that are over there shooting at people or yeah. or participating in the war or having anything to do with it other than, okay, they want that side to win. Yeah. Same thing with Muslims in the United States. I want to be clear. There's, there's a difference between Muslims and Palestinians. No, I know. Okay. So, but a lot of people, uh, it seems we that uh, any Muslim two. is, is mm-hmm. the, and all, all Muslims are the same, unfortunately, is the idea. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of anti-Muslim um, that goes around. But mm-hmm. the same thing there. It's like, just because they're Muslim doesn't mean that they mm-hmm. are supporters of Palestine. Obviously, or if supporters of Hamas. Or supporters of Hamas, yes, in particular. Because obviously, if they're over here, even if they're saying, even if they're cheering for Hamas, uh-huh. they're obviously, at least not yet, have picked up a gun and started shooting at anybody. If they do that in the United States, by all means, throw them, whether they be Jew or Muslim or whatever, then, yeah, if anybody does that in the United States, throw them in jail. But they're not – until they do that, you can't just assume they're all on the same side. Mm -hmm. And even if they do want one side to prevail over the other, they have that right. Mm -hmm. Just like you have the right to think that they are evil for choosing the side that they do, they have the right to Mm -hmm. choose the side that they do. And until they violate law – you mm-hmm. cannot until they violate law. It is wrong for you to seek some form of, and people are going to love this mm-hmm. word, social justice against mm-hmm. them. Right. When a mob goes after somebody to intimidate them, to get them to change their view on something of that nature, that is a form of social justice, or some mm-hmm. people call it mob justice or mob mentality. Mm-hmm. Right. And and for my final thing, I just want to say that I have not researched it enough. I don't have any skin in the game. I cannot say with 100% certainty and confidence that the government of Israel is 100% moral in everything they're doing in this war. And since I have no skin in the game, I don't need to pick a side and and make a statement on, on that. And most people who are having these philosophical discussions don't either. So it's very interesting to see all this play out from an American perspective, talking with other people in America and Europe that have no skin in the game, but we are getting very passionate about which side is right and which side is wrong and which side is evil and which side is good. So I want to add to that. Mm-hmm. You're of course perfectly justified in, uh, in uh, your decision to have no skin in the game, mm-hmm. but the no skin in the game argument has an inherent danger to it. Mm-hmm. What happens when the day eventually comes that this, that your skin is in the game? Right. Maybe even put there against your wishes. Right. The United States didn't have skin in the game in World War II, mm-hmm. and then it was brought to us. And that brings us back to our topic for today. It's it's scary, and I don't know what to do about it. I don't know yeah. what to say about no, it. I, I think that's very, very, very fair. Yeah, it's no matter at, the, at its best, it's mm-hmm. a scary situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully the conflict ends soon with as mm-hmm. little loss of life as possible. I hope so as well. I, hope, I, I would add to that and hopefully it'll end in such a way as to prevent or... Future uh, conflict. Was, yeah. Uh, there was another word that I was going to use. Hmm. Uh, but yes, to prevent such a thing from coming to light again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, Happy that was deep. That. Um, We'll see if this gets uh, included in the episode. (laughs) I dare say make that its own thing. Maybe not even an episode, just a a A, thing if you want to. If you want to throw a podcast out on a a bonus episode. uh, On a very obvious tangent. Well, because we could talk about more. Like we can talk about the history of uh, what has become the Hamas versus Israel 
battle. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with the history or familiar enough with it. Um, no, I think I'll I'll leave it there okay. for today. So I appreciate. Well, no, I'm not saying today, but like at a future time, yeah. we could do an episode on that because that would be history without going into politics. That's true. That's true. Um, Even though it happened over after the 50s, I'm, I'm familiar with the, the story. Okay. Well, I'm comfortable leaving it just like this. I appreciate your perspective and your knowledge. Right. And that's all for today. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.